We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. I'm your host, Derek Larger. Joining me, Landon from Blue Stable and Drake from the Horseshoe Huddle. Gentlemen, we got another video here, and this one is probably going to be a spicy one because we're talking about the one man that Colts Nation does not want to have around the team and it is Jeff Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. We have to talk about it again until the Colts hire a new coach. But we're going to talk about this because it's been going around a lot this week, especially. I don't know what it is. And I don't know about Drake because I haven't seen his tweets too much on something like this. I know Landon has been catching on to it. And I know a bunch of other people, especially at Blue Stable, have caught on to it where I don't know if you've seen it, but like a lot of the national media people have been pushing out tweets over the last week talking about how they believe that Jeff Saturday is the main candidate and the league candidate for the Indianapolis Colts head coaching job for whatever reason that may be. But I want to hear from you, Landon. What what do you think is going on with why we see so many people in the national media talking about how uh, Jeff Saturday remains the favorite to get the job again? Well, I mean, it's it's very simple. I know this is going to be a, a fun subject to cover for sure. Uh, I don't know if you follow me, but I've been trying to calm people down. I'm talking people off the ledge every day now. Everything's, <laughs> you know, everything's chill. Everybody just be chill. It's going to get taken care of in time. There's no need to panic. But as far as, you know, the media blitz that Saturday's put on, I mean, that's pretty much just what it's been is Jeff's reached out to a lot of – he's reached out to local media. You know, obviously the Greg Doyle story that came out, Kevin Bowen even spoke on it that, you know, he had reached out to um, some local media people and he's got his national media friends. We Like we know Jeff Saturday is a member of that club, that media club. And while he doesn't have – I know Drake, we, he said something uh, about – you know, we talk about connections with head coaches and, you know, they're able to hire this staff and this staff and this staff because they have so much experience coaching. It's the same with Jeff Saturday in the media. That's where his connections are, are in the media and specifically the national media. So he's able to 
you know, reach out to guys and, and say like, Hey, you know, keep my name out there. Keep, you know, you know, hopefully Do you actually think that's what he's doing because I heard people talking about that. Like as if that's, I mean, cause that's not a proven detail, but that's been something that everyone's speculating that, that Saturday is talking to these people in the media, telling them to keep his name relevant to hopefully, you know, keep him in the loop for the head coaching job. Do you really think that's something that Jeff Saturday is doing right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly do. And, and this isn't like, you know, a, a sourced information or anything. This is just strictly my opinion on this, but yeah, I, I do think that's what he's doing. And I mean, the, I don't really even see much of an issue with it, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, because he's doing what he has to do to try to, you know, keep his name relevant in the conversations. And look, he is a actual candidate for this job. This wasn't, you know, a, you know, kind of a dog and pony show, you know, per se, but he's a guy that Jim Ursay likes. He wanted to see him go through the interview process and get a fair interview process for better or for worse. And you know, that's, that's kind of what's happening right now. It's like, he's, he's just getting an interview. He's not, he hasn't been hired. He's not, he's not even the favorites. I don't even think that he ends up as one of the recommendations to the ownership for the hire. Um, And one of the ways that he's able to do that is because he does have so many connections. He does have so many friends in the media that he can say, Hey, you know, whenever you hear something about these other candidates, you know, if if you could just, you know, try to tweet out something nice for me. We saw the the funny Dan Orlovsky tweet, you know, from from the other day about, you know, he's he's led in this many first quarters and he's led in this, yeah. <laughs> this many times. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, oh, like it doesn't take, you know, the brightest crayon in the box to connect two plus two. I mean, look, two plus two equals four. And that's just kind of what I'm going here. Like I said, this is just my opinion. It's not sourced information or anything like that, but I'm just connecting the dots. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what he's doing. And I think it's a good strategy for him. I, I think he's doing the thing that any one of us would do if we had those connections. Uh, Drake, uh, what what's your take on the national media really just exploding this Jeff Saturday stuff? You know, I I know that it's strictly, you know, speculation hasn't been quote unquote proven, but kind of to Landon's point, I mean, that is if Saturday, which look, I, I think any one of us, if we randomly had a guy, a billionaire call us and say, hey, do you want to coach my football team? And you realized it was the NFL, you'd probably take it regardless. You'd be like, all right, let's give this a shot. Well, you'd want that back. Okay. And you would use everything you can within, you know, lawful means, of course, to to get that job back. Well, I was telling Landon and he made a he kind of like brought it up is Raheem Morris is like bragged about for all of his coaching, you know, connections. He knows everyone at every team and anywhere. Saturday kind of has that exact same style only in the media of, of like ESPN level people. So, I mean, you'll hear it on like, you'll, you'll hear it on the highest level of shows where they're, they're, you know, kind of toting him up a little bit. Like the first quarter stat, it's like, man, you really got to split hairs for that. Don't you? You know, it's like, man, you really got to, you got to dig deep. I respect it. So it's like kind of, kind of back to what Landon said. I, I don't really fault him for it. He's trying to get the head coaching job and he's a, he, he's been labeled as a legitimate candidate. He's just doing what he has to do using what he can to get that job. And here's, and here's the thing too, is 
a lot of people almost kind of do the same thing in real life. You know, like whenever you're trying to get hired onto a place and say, you know, somebody that works there, you're friends with somebody that can get your name out there. What do you do? You reach out to them and say, Hey, put in a good word for me, you know, make sure, you know, bring my name up to the the owner, bring my name up to the GM, the guy who's doing the hiring. This happens every day in, in, in other fields as well. So and a lot of people probably listen to this show. I know even myself, like I, I've also done that with, you know, jobs that I've worked at where I've had friends there and I'm like, Hey, you know, if, if you guys are hiring, put, put in a good word, put my name out there. So I don't think it's really anything that's surprising. I don't think it's anything that's off base or crazy. It's he's just doing what he has to do. That is quite possible. I think one other thing, um, I'm sure obviously Jeff Saturday has some friends at ESPN. Clearly uh, they have a view about him from a personal opinion, but I will say this. um, I think, and you guys can uh, chime in on this. I think that from a national media perspective, I think the national media is also rooting for him to get it because, and we talked about this right before we hopped on, they're hoping he gets it so they can trash the Colts one more time for doing it and push another narrative that the Colts owner, Jim Ursay has lost his mind and is, and it just doesn't care anymore because remember, remember what the outrage was by the national media on Good Morning Football, ESPN, Fox Sports, all these major networks talking about what a travesty it is to the game and to the integrity of football that Jeff Saturday, who never had coaching experience before, got an interim head coaching job for eight games for the Indianapolis Colts. They said it was the worst thing that has ever happened in the history of football, but yet and then I think they're hoping that they do it again so these people can then go out and say, we, we keep telling you, the Colts owner, Jim Ursay, he's, he's racist and that he doesn't know what he's doing and that you know things are just not good in Indianapolis and why they hired him again. We can't understand it. And we just think it's ridiculous that the Colts are putting on this show for everyone and it's not uh, a cool for all these coaching candidates that actually deserve a shot. I mean, am I wrong for, Drake, am I wrong for insinuating that the Colts hope or the national media hopes that he gets it so that they can see him fail again. Well, I mean, look, the, the way that everything went down, first off, I want to state something. The Rooney rule does not apply to an interim head coach. Right. Okay? It just doesn't. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. So when Ursay mm-hmm. was up there, I, he did kind of, look, he talked about sausage making and he talked about, <laughs> you know, Michael Jordan. And he talked about, he was kind of like, you know, saying, uh, you know, um, a lot. But listen, when he said we're within the rights of the Rooney rule, he was absolutely not kidding. Yes, it was it was perfectly fine what he did. The 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 backlash came from you have guys like Bubba Ventrone. You have guys like John Fox, uh, you know, on the staff. You have guys like Gus Bradley on the staff. I mean, you could have gone to just about anybody else. And out of nowhere, you just pick. Jeff Saturday, and I remember watching the ESPN clip of them breaking the news, and the, the anchors were like, um, our colleague, um, <laughs> Jeff Saturday, 
is the new head coach of the Colts. And, <laughs> and they didn't, they, you could tell they didn't know what the heck to say. So, I mean, they were also shocked. The same people that are supporting him right now were absolutely shocked. So, yeah, it was mostly, I think, backlash should have been because you have qualified candidates, you know. So I don't think that he broke any rules. He just kind of made a loopy decision, went with a guy that he knew from the glory days. He he knew a guy. I mean, Jeff Saturday's smart, okay? He was the general of the offensive line that protected Peyton freaking Manning. So mm-hmm. I get why he went with him, but it was just a disaster decision. You fired a guy that dedicated four and a half years to your franchise midseason over the phone. So it's like yeah. that also plays into the hate towards or say so for Jim's sake, I really will go. I'll, I'll say this. I think that he is going to make the right decision. And I truly believe that he is plugged into the fan base and is going to pick a guy that is going to put this fan base back on track, not create more news headlines. Yeah. And and like just to piggyback off that, like I don't necessarily think the national media wants to do it just so they can trash the Colts. But what. What generates money in today's world? And that's clicks. That's, you know, hot takes. That's headlines. That's, you know, all all that kind of stuff. And I think they possibly could be rooting for it to happen just because it's a, it's a huge talking point. It gets the clicks. It gets the interaction. It gets, you know, it makes money. And that's what they're all about is making that money. And you know, I, so I don't think it's really out of character for them to want the craziest thing to happen because that's that's what a lot of people thrive off of is you know the media and you know the fan bases and stuff like uh, you know good news is boring nobody likes good news i mean it but what gets the clicks and what gets people talking is negative like negative news and crazy stuff and you know the, the all the hot takes that's why you see shows you know with you know Emmanuel Acho with the social media quarterback and Skip Bayless you know with the LeBron James stuff and I mean, it's, you know, that kind of stuff is what sells in today's league. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, but, yeah, I, I agree um, that, that I do think that Ursay is very hyper aware of the situation. I don't think that, I, you know, I think he likes Jeff. I think he respects Jeff, and he wants Jeff to get a fair shot. But I don't necessarily think that – it, it's going to end up being one of the guys that makes it to the recommendation for him to hire. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all know Colts fans definitely don't want that. We have a petition going out amongst Colts nation that has over 3,800 signatures at this point telling the Colts to not hire Jeff Saturday as the head coach. I mean, listen guys, I don't know if you can, if you've seen anything like that before, I've seen times where, you know, like fake petitions went out for like when Chuck Pagano was coming back. I know that um, people, I, there was like a few hundred that signed it, but I've never seen a movement where, you know, a good solid percentage of the Colts fan base is online signing a petition expressing their hatred for wanting, for not wanting Jeff Saturday on, uh, this team right now. I mean, Drake, what's, what's your reaction to that and how Colts fans are taking that? I mean, look, it, it, I go back to the Manning luck syndrome. Okay. You're spoiled for 20 years with the same quarterback. That's why there's so much frustration over, get the right guy, get the right guy, get the right guy, get the right guy constantly. Yeah. Well, you also had some stability at coaching because you, for I mean, you had the buffer of Jim Caldwell, but you had Dungy and then you had Pagano 
and that, and, and then you had Reich. So you've had cons- at least, you know, four to five years of consistent coaching. So there's been a lot of consistency. A lot of teams don't get that. So I, I, I totally understand, um, you know, being emotional about it, but to Landon's point, this is just a coaching candidate. You know, th- this is a guy that I think, I hope people can at least try to look into show, you know, put yourself in the shoes of Jim Irsay. You have a team that is this, you're one more dumb decision away, one more emotionally charged decision away from losing your entire fan base. Okay. I mean, his father fired an entire coaching staff while they were on the field. Like, so at halftime in a preseason game, in a preseason game. Yeah. Like, and so he's held back from that. And you saw a little snippet of, of, of Bob, you know, but Look, man, I really don't think that that Jim Irsay is going to hire Jeff Saturday. I just, I personally do not think it's going to happen. You have to prepare yourself be, just because you saw him do it to a degree, but I really don't think that he's going to hire Jeff Saturday. So I don't, I don't think that the backlash that's gotten to the level it is is really warranted at this point. Landon, what do you think of Colts fans uh, signing petitions? that mean absolutely nothing to show their hatred for Jeff Saturday? Um, I mean, I'm never going to be one that tells fans how to react. Um, you know, it's it's within their right. I, I, we did a podcast last night, and, you know, fan is short for fanatic. That's that's what it's, that's what it's short for. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, so fans are going to – they're always going to push things to the extreme – and you see it in every decision, you know. So, I mean, there's going to be fans that are unhappy that Jeff Saturday didn't get the job. There's going to be fans that are happy Jeff Saturday didn't get the job. Like, and like I said, I don't expect it to happen. So this is like hypotheticals. But there's always a percentage of your fan base that you're never going to satisfy. And and, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, you, you can't walk around trying to make everybody happy. But I do think Jim Ursay is – very aware of the public perception. I mean, we've seen it now with, you know, hashtag TY come home, hashtag Chuck stay. I mean, we've seen the fan base be able to make their voices heard. Jim Ursay be very hyper aware of the pulse of where his fans are because he is active on Twitter. It's not like a social media firm that's running his Twitter account. He is actually on the internet. So, he, you know, he sees all these things. And I think he understands the pulse of where it would be from around the league, where it ends up with his fans and all that stuff. And, you know, one of the one of the great things that happened after the season ended was him and Chris Ballard sat down and they had a very long conversation about the direction of this franchise. And Chris Ballard, you know, doing his job and being allowed to do his job. And, you know, last season was last season. Let's move forward together. We're in this together. Let's go get this right and let's turn this around. And Jim Mercer was very acceptable to that. And that's why you see, you know, he didn't set in on any of the first round interviews. He's letting Chris Ballard conduct this search. His daughter, Carly, has actually been more involved up to this point than he has. So now you're seeing Jeff or Jim Mercer get involved now that they've made it through the second round. And he just wants to hear Jeff Saturday out. He wanted a chance to sit down with Jeff Saturday, hear what he had to say. But at the end of the day, Chris Ballard will take his recommendations. It might be one guy. It might be, you know, a couple guys. And he'll present those to Jim Ursay. And Jim Ursay, even himself, has stated, like, he has never not taken 
the recommendation when they're doing a coaching search. I know the interim thing last year was its own thing, but whenever they're conducting an actual coaching search, he has never not taken the advice of his general manager. And I, I think you're going to see that, you know, play true. I think he's going to be true to his word. I certainly hope so. And I'll just say this right off the top. Like I'm not anyone who did sign the petition. Look, I'm not at a situation. I'm just, I just laugh at it because it's something that I wouldn't do. Um, that's just me. I just know that I would rather take my 30 seconds of pretending to sign a petition somewhere else. But at the end of the day, like, again, I'm not going to tell somebody how to, how to be a fan. Everyone's a lot entitled to their own opinion on how they want to be a fan. I may mock how you do it every now and again, but that doesn't mean that I think any less of you as a fan for doing it. Cause everyone has their differing ways to do things like that. But you know, I do think it's, it's been wild. It's been really wild. The, what and and you know for Jeff Saturday of all people like I don't I think that we as fans never could quite understand just being in that position like if I try hard sometimes to not be that wild because I like to think of myself in that situation right I was brought in to do a job. I tried to do the job. I didn't do a great job of the job, but I'm trying again to be a part of it because I'm given the opportunity to do it. And here I am, I've got tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people praying that I fail. And they want me to see me burn at the stake. You know, I, I would hate to be in that situation. I just couldn't imagine it. I know it comes with the game. That's what happens when you get into professional sports. You're That's the thing that you sign up for. You sign up for scrutiny amongst fans. But at some point, it does get a little crazy, uh, to say the least. And at least the good thing is, if you're not a uh, fan of Jeff Saturday, at least the good news is um, there are some more interviews that the Colts are conducting still. Uh, we were just talking about it before um, before we got on here that uh, Raheem Morris was having his interview today. He was actually in the building for quite some time. Uh, pretty sure he's probably done at this point, but it was the longest interview that the Colts have had so far. Uh, so clearly that they sh are showing interest in Raheem Morris uh, for a lot of different reasons, but uh, there's still more Martindale's going to have his uh, on Saturday. And I assume that there will probably be some more interviews this upcoming week um, from all the rest of it, guys. I mean, we'll end it with this. I mean, who's, who's uh, the top three that you're looking at right now? Cause obviously, uh, Callahan, Steichen, and uh, Ryan's and Biennemi are four guys that we all wanted to have interviews with but aren't able to do this week because of the NFL rules to it. But, um, you know, there can be some more interviews done uh, next week. I don't know about Ryan's at this point. I, for me, that seems like a pipe dream. Uh, we haven't even gotten an interview with him yet. And from what it sounds like is most likely he's going to either Denver or Houston at this point. Uh, but outside of that, uh, Landon, like who's the top three that you're really looking at right now for favorites for this job? Yeah, I would say, um, obviously Raheem Morris would be in, in that group. He, to me, he's probably the prohibitive favorite right now to land the job. Um, 
And then uh, I think Evero, Ejiro uh, Evero, is a guy that he interviewed extremely well. They were extremely impressed by him. And, you know, I think he could end up sneaking in possibly uh, and, and making that final cut down. And I, I want to say, I, because they haven't requested an interview yet with some of the other guys, you know, and that probably wouldn't happen until Monday after this weekend's games. But I would say uh, Shane Steichen was really impressive in his interview. And Brian Callahan was also a guy that I heard interviewed very strongly with them. And, um, you know, he kind of took things from the approach of, you know, this is my vision. And we know, like, you know, I, I was on a show with Destin the other day on Saddle Up, and he was talking about how Jim Irsay is, you know, a dreamer, and he, he loves, you know, to think big, and he's real big about vision, and, you know, what's your possibilities for the future, three Super Bowls in a row, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, one of the things Callahan did was he sold a vision um, of how he wanted to bring what he's done in Cincinnati and what he would even improve on that they've done in Cincinnati if he was able to run his own team. And that was really impressive to Chris Ballard as well. So I think there's a strong likelihood you probably see Steichen, you probably see Callahan, at least one of those two guys get a second call back early on in the week. They'll go through their interviews, and those would be probably be my three. Is, um, I, I think it would be Morris, Evero, and uh, either Steichen slash Callahan, or possibly even both of them. Drake, what say you? You know, I really like that take. That's that's I, I'm kind of down the same line. I do think it really matters. Uh, you start with the coach, then you're going to be drafting the quarterback. But man, I think that a guy like Anthony Richardson, if they took a crazy like flyer on him, a guy like Shane Steichen fits a running quarterback perfectly, especially with what he's done with with Hertz, but. For me, I think number one right now, especially just based off of what we've heard, which I'd be a fan of, is Raheem Morris, true leader. He's got another opportunity a decade later after being, I think, what? What was it, Landon? He's like 32 as the coach like, yeah, of the Buccaneers. Yeah, he's 32 yeah, years old. Ridiculously young. I am 32, and I I just don't, I don't understand how that's even possible that someone that young could coach an NFL team. So you know, let alone Josh Freeman led. So <laughs> I think that he's the number one guy right now. I think that you definitely have to throw Callahan in there with the sheer like offensive volume he's been able to put through with three injured linemen. You've you've made Samaj P. Ryan a legitimate threat to, to a you know on a running offense. You factored that in with Higgins and with Chase and with Burrow. Great fit for a quarterback. And then I do think that I still this is kind of a wild card, but Eric the enemy to me, I think that with the ties and I think that with um just how Ursay seems like he, Ursay and Ballard might take I wanted to do a wild card one. I think that that's probably the one guy that I would say a lot of people aren't talking about that may get the gig. Um, but more realistically, it'd be a guy like Shane Steichen, I think. So it'd be Callahan, Steichen, and Morris. Yeah, um, I saw. I don't remember what the uh, what what podcast is Ryan Clark and those guys on. I don't. I don't know uh, if anyone. The pivot. The yeah, pivot. yeah, it's not actually a podcast. It's actually a show on YouTube. 
So you yeah, so you'll have to go watch it on YouTube. But I actually yeah. posted a clip earlier on the. Yeah, I was going to say I thought you were the one that posted it. Yeah. yeah. So anyone that wants to know what I'm referring to here in a second, uh, go look at Landon's Twitter. He posted this clip and he posted the full video on there as well. Um, but it was when they talked about Raheem Morris's time as that head coach and asking him whether or not it was fair the way they fired him and. He, you know, made no excuses for it. He talked about the process, talked about the good things that they did, talked about the bad things that he did, you know, how he lost those 10 games in a row uh, after being four and two and lost 10 in a row and they cut ties with him. And he's like, you know, whether or not you view it as fair is on you. I, I can't speak for your mind, but for me, like, you know, it, they gave me the opportunity. I blew it. I lost 10 in a row, you know, like I can't. I'm not going to be the guy that says that's unfair to do because they gave me the opportunity. They didn't think I did a good enough job. So they cut me. It's just how it is. So he's like, I take accountability for that. I got to own up to it. And I loved hearing that because it, it sounded very genuine the way he said it. There was no change in the tone of his voice or nothing. And, you know, we keep talking about accountability, accountability. We keep hearing all these coaches say accountability. That seems like a guy that actually does understand the accountability aspect to it. And like we said, he's so young and, you know, dealing with all of that. And it's a different time now. That was over a decade ago. Let the, I mean, there's a perfect opportunity for the guy who's been around the league for 10 years now after that and has taught has had time to grow, has a lot of connections, you know, could definitely be, I think at this point he might be my number three, even over uh, Mike Kafka at this point. Um, I would definitely still want Callahan and Steichen. Uh, anyone that's seen my Twitter over the last few days knows that I want the Bengals and the Eagles to lose this weekend, just so that way their seasons are over and their assistant coaches can just focus on interviews and hopefully we can land one of them by the end of the week. Um, that's my, uh, that's my dream scenario, but we'll see how that goes. But yeah, those two and definitely Raheem Morris. Um, but I think that's going to do it for this one, guys. We talked a little bit about the Jeff Saturday hype going around the media and who our favorite guys are to end it. But again, want to thank Landon and Drake so much for tuning or for hopping in tonight and helping me with some of these videos. Greatly appreciate them. Make sure to go check out their work at Blue Stable and the Horseshoe Huddle. Great Colts content, guys. Absolutely love working with them. Thank you, everyone who's tuning in. Let us know your thoughts on all of this news. Thank you so much for all the support. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off.
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.